Welcome to In Conversation with My Owner, and I'm sitting here with the lovely Celeste, Cece, and we're going to be talking all about her dogs, Malibu and... The Serrano. <laughs> and what breed are they, Cece? The Serrano is a Chow Chow, Malibu is a Pomeranian. Okay, which are very beautiful. One of them's here today. Yes. We're actually in your studio, aren't we? Yes, we are. Because you are a professional dog, dog groomer. <laughs> and Reggie's... Um, groomer and you've been grooming him for gosh like a year and a almost, half now almost i think almost two a years year, almost a year i think it's a, oh, was it a year yeah, yeah, was I, it lockdown last lockdown last two. year because i opened up the studio in a in september uh-huh and i started grooming reggie from home in march okay and for the listeners listening mm-hmm. if you need a dog groomer mm-hmm. um you can come to your studio here yes. which is at it's in cricklewood so oxgate lane um, and this, the building is called Oxgate House, and it's a lovely private studio where one-to-one dog grooming is done. Okay, where Reggie feels very at home. It's where we're sitting now, surrounded yes. by the dogs, which is lovely. Reggie's and boyfriend boy. Shay over here, <laughs> who may pipe up in a moment. <laughs> so, tell me about your love of dogs. I mean, you've always loved them. Clearly. Yes, always from as little as I can remember. We had so many dogs growing up. So we had, I think we had three Rottweilers at once. A one mongrel, one German Spitz, and a cat. Wow. How did the cat get on? Cat thought he was a dog. <laughs> That's why I liked it. Um, and, yeah, no, I just always used to cry at the movies when the dog used to die. And, you know, Battersea Dogs Home, when they weren't wanted, I used to cry so much. And I always just was always surrounded by dogs, always loved them. So you always had an <clears throat> affinity with them. Yeah. And then about 11 years old, we had moved... Uh, somewhere else where you wasn't actually allowed dogs and um a couple years on I'd got a dog you know I, I fell into a bit of a dark place and I got a dog to I, I just wanted something to love and okay. uh, something to love me back you know as much so were you a school girl then were you at school? I was yeah I was I was in college uh-huh. and I was working part-time and my mum said to me you know if you get a dog this will be just your dog so you need to learn all the responsibility they're like children that never grow up and I said, yes, I understand. And since Which you did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And I never, ever went out of work again. I always did the best I could for him. And I just wouldn't turn back. He's what's made me the woman I am today. She... He's what's made me a dog groomer. You know, I wasn't happy with the way he's been treated in a few places. Started doing it myself. And then I, got, I took a course, got into it. And my company basically is built around him. Yeah, and, and it's grown. Yeah, it's growing. And it's growing. so is your family yeah. with dogs. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't tell my boyfriend, but I do want a couple more. <laughs> but yes, it is growing. And I just think dogs are beautiful, pure souls. They're, you know, the only things in the world that love you more than you love yourself. And they'll, they love you more than they love their self, sorry. And uh, they'll just always be loyal, always be by your side, you know. And dogs, the only thing sad about dogs, you know, they can't speak. They can't speak up for themselves. And anyone can buy a dog. Anyone can own a dog. And I just don't think that's fair because you don't, you can't keep your eye on what everyone's doing. And, um, yeah, anyone can just say, you know, I went and bought blah, blah, this breed. And behind closed doors, it might be going through a lot. And dogs, dogs can't speak. So when you're grooming them, you get to build relationships and stuff with them. And you can actually see, you know, the relationships the owner has with them and you can tell what sort of bond the the owner has with their dog and um you can see if they're in a loving home see if they're not and if they're not you know I do my best to try and guide the owner on what what to do better 
you know, like when owners tell me they'll take their dog out in the morning, 10 in the morning, and they won't be back till midnight. Like, that stuff makes me so upset. So I'll recommend, you know, getting a dog walker, bringing the dog here for the day so I can help in some way and just telling them, you know, that's not great for the dog's bladder. It's not good for the dog to be alone all day. Um, makes me so upset and so angry, but that's why I'm in this world as well. So I want to, like, venture out into creating something else where people have to go through something like a kind of social worker for dogs that would be amazing that would be that would be so ideal really. yeah yeah that would be a very good thing but in dog grooming you can certainly see if dogs are not look getting looked after you know if you've got dogs that are matted to the skin you can see the the owner might love the dog but they're not taking care of it correctly they're not being responsible yeah owner. um or if a dog's got a skin infection then you see the skin infection is actually worse the next time around not better um and the dog's just the owner's not really caring about it and whatever. You can just advise as much as you can. You're not a vet, mm-hmm. but you can recommend, you know, solutions and anti- antiseptic sprays and stuff like that, that, you know, that they can take care of their dog with. So as a responsible dog owner, mm-hmm. grooming daily is what is ideal. But realistically, sometimes it, Life gets in the way. Possible. Yeah, life definitely gets in the way. You know, people have to go to work. But it just really depends on the breed of dog. So when you do get a dog, you have to look into the breed. Um, you know, and even in the breed, they have all different coat textures. You know, one might be, let's say, like, let's say a golden doodle. A golden doodle, one might take more of the poodle coat where it's tied to coals and you have to brush it every day. One might take more of the golden retriever's coat where, you know, it lays more flatter so you can get away from not brushing it for a couple of days. Uh, it just really depends. I would always recommend, you know, look into grooming, what grooming requirements your breed needs. Um, and then just work with your, your, your dog groomer, really. I don't think they need grooming every day, but just keeping an eye on them. When you do brush your dog, even if it's like once a week, you're bonding with your dog, your dog's Absolutely. forming trust with you. They're not going to freak out as much when they go to their groomers. And you're able to keep your eye on like, oh, there's this, you know, there's a scab here, there's a dry patch here, there's a little knot here. The grassy, exactly. such as what Reggie had. Exactly. Which and you got out. Yeah, and these Thank things you. are deadly. And, you know... And it's things that the the groomer can keep an eye on as well because, you know, it can save a dog's life or it can save the owner's pocket <laughs> at the vet. So, totally. So, yeah, I, I just, I really enjoy, I, I enjoy meeting different dog breeds, meeting different owners, creating relationships with different dogs. You know, some, some dogs come belting into the room because they're so <laughs> happy to be here. Some dogs are happy to see me, but not happy to see the bath. But it's, yeah, it's such a, it's a, it's a lovely experience to be working in. Well, for the listeners, because you can't see, there's actually three dogs here. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't hear one of them because yeah. they're all so happy. <laughs> and talking of Reggie, I mean, Reggie was petrified to begin with when he yeah. first came to be yeah. groomed. And now he just loves it. He loves being with you. Trust. Yeah. Trust. He has complete trust. I open the, the, the bath door and he jumps in for me. I take oh. I take the buff door, you know, I take the door, open, it. open it, yeah, and he jumps out for me, gets on the table for me, and he knows exactly, you know, you get the dry, he knows the routine, <laughs> and he knows when he gets off, he gets on the sofa for me for a little selfie, and um, he waits for mum, and he, yeah, he gets really comfortable, you know, he's just bringing all different toys for mummy to throw for him. Yeah, well, he's lovely and clean for Christmas, <laughs> yes. so he's in his Christmas Eve pyjamas early. Oh, lovely. <laughs> Oh, and Shay, how do you feel with all the dogs in your life? <laughs> it gets a bit hectic sometimes. Yeah. 
Because you've got a full-time job and um, when you come home, there's always dogs which um, you're either helping Celeste, aren't you? Yeah. Um, with grooming, mm-hmm. helping her out or you're helping walking. Yeah, always like... But me, you love them, don't if, you? If I have the time, then I'll do it. If, if not, then kind of try and make time. But um, she has learned a lot about dog grooming. I, oh, I got yeah, him right yeah. into the world when I got into here. And I got him washing, drying, brushing the dogs when I can't because I'm busy grooming everyone else's. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he, he, you know, he knows exactly what a dog needs, which is funny because he was a cat person before I met him. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. yeah just had loads of cats growing up. <laughs> Not loads, but I had a couple of cats growing up. Um, yeah, never had a dog. And then once I met Celeste, I just... I've always liked dogs. Like, there's always been dogs around my area where I lived, um, but none of my family ever had dogs. And well, you're a natural, aren't you? Yeah, do you know what? I've, like, dogs love me, so it's like must be doing dogs something right. Do that. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Well, you're both calm and you've got a great vibe. When we're in dog parks, literally, girl dogs from the other side come running to him and it's like, <laughs> "What are you doing?" But they literally, he literally, yeah, he's got <laughs> got lovely bond with dogs, and um, he's definitely learned how to take care of them and stuff. And obviously, Chow Chows are not great. They're not like they're quite difficult dogs to learn and to get get to know and stuff. And I think once you can look after a chow, it's quite easy to look after, you know, different dog breeds and stuff because they're really stubborn. Um, and he knows, he understands the routine of, you know, the night we taking them out in the morning, their breakfast, daily eye wiping, stuff like that. Um, and he loves him. He always goes, my boy, my boy, you know. And it can get tough because they are like kids that never grow up. They constantly need that attention. But, you know, when you look at their face, how can you... I like, know. <laughs> you, I know. You do it all for them. Well, I'm very sorry for the listeners. There's a fire alarm going off here. But yes. this is live. Yeah. There's not a dog barking <laughs> because they're super well behaved. Yeah. And so chilled and so happy. Yeah. It's going off because there's a chef downstairs and, you know, it will cut out soon eventually. Oh, okay. Well, listen, it's been absolutely great chatting. Mm-hmm. And we'll do some more later. 100%. So I'll say thank you very You're much. You're welcome. And... Um, We'll look forward to more talks in the future. About dog grooming and dogs. And yeah, step owning. by step. Yes. Ask Celeste. We'd love to. We'll do a question and answer. Yeah. Ask Celeste. That would yeah. be fantastic. Here for it. All right. Well, uh, wish you both a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year. Thank you. Yeah. And everyone listening as well. Okay. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you. You're welcome.